It's truly wonderful, this amazing life I now get to live in Central America. I wake up every day with an empty agenda, with not a care in the world, the sun and the palm trees to greet me every morning and I have to pinch myself constantly because I love my condo so much. I have the freedom to follow my bliss and do things from a place of joy while being financially secure. I'm fully present in my kid's life and watch him grow up, wake up every morning asking myself, what would I like to do today? <laughs> Inspired in a moment, you know, no deadlines, no stress, just being. And I met the most amazing, sweet people that feel like family already in my first week in this new country. When you take action on what we ponder and think about, we set the course of our lives. And every great success is an accumulation of hundreds, perhaps even thousands of efforts that nobody ever sees but you. Yep, I'm living this wonderful life. And I'm extra grateful and enjoying it to the fullest because I know the sacrifices and efforts I had to make to reach it. This amazing life was made possible by a lot of soul searching, many failures and detours. It was a long road and literally years in the making. Welcome to the House of Ash podcast. I'm your host, Ashwina Gampad, and this is your safe haven that inspires you to live the free and abundant life that you desire. So for the background of the story, we have to go back all the way to 2015. I made this bold move on my 30th. I resigned. Yep, I resigned from my corporate job because I felt it was time to understand my why. I was successful in my career, traveled the world, made good money, yet there was always this nagging feeling as if there was something missing. I wanted to follow the unpaved path and uncover what life has to offer. It was pretty impulsive, the decision to resign. I was living for my savings thinking this quest would only last for maybe six months, max a year, but it turned into three years. And it lasted three years because I loved it so much. It was then that I uncovered my number one key value, freedom. You can probably imagine that by the time I approached my third year, and despite the fact that I got really smart with my money and was able to stress it out for so long, the pressure was on big time. It got really important to start making money and I never want to be in that position ever again. Because freedom is amazing, but without abundance, it wasn't ideal, at least not for me. So I decided to get back to work to start building on my passive income. I wanted to invest in real estate and getting back to work was just the fastest way to get there. And luckily, I had a nice background that I could fall back on and within my network, I soon found a job. I went back doing what I was good at, but still, it was a huge, a massive transition from literally zero to 100% full force again, making a six-figure income, living and working at the Saitos, which is the business district of Amsterdam. I was running the European UK region for a data tech company based out of San Francisco. And meanwhile, I rented out my house to expats, which helped me earn my first stream of passive income. Oh, and I also got a boyfriend, became a mom, and everything was just all happening at once. My life changed 180. So fast forward to 2020. I bought this huge house and mansion with the idea to renovate it into three luxurious apartments for the rental market, thinking that would secure my freedom-based lifestyle I longed for. But everything you can imagine that could go wrong, went wrong. Call it Marvie's Law, but the moment I bought it, around that same time, I lost a job, the relationship with my son's dad ended, 
everything was falling down and I ended up being in a situation where I was financing this huge house, having a huge renovation and all the paperwork and management around it, as well as taking care of my little boy who was almost two at the time. And on top of that, the city was not cooperating with the final approvals for renting the apartments out. It saddened me that I was living in this huge house of 300 square meters, all by myself with my little boy. There was so much love put into the spaces. They were decorated beautifully, warm and cozy. People would have loved to live there. They would only need to bring their own suitcase as it was fully furnished. I was living in a one million house, but felt everything but fulfilled or abundant. And meanwhile, the bills needed to get paid. The income I got from renting my first house wasn't covering all the expenses and my savings got a serious beating. So this time around, instead of looking for a job, I decided to start my own company. You know, I think the biggest problem with entrepreneurs is that they think they're not allowed to face challenges. We can all have challenges and still show up as our best. And besides, it came from a deep desire to serve. I wanted to be flexible with my time too, for my son, as his dad and I do co-parenting. Anyway, the challenges were real. People would see this house, this picture-perfect house, thinking I had it all. But nobody saw how lonely I felt during that time. There's this song called Again from Lenny Kravitz. And this part, I've always known that you were there upon your throne. A lonely queen without her king. I longed for you. My love forever. It resonated with me so much. This lonely queen upon her throne. You know, my first house shaped me from a girl into a woman, but this house, it shaped me from a queen to an empress. And I don't say that lightly. I was making good money, yet every month I felt I was starting back at zero as the expenses were so high. It's weird when you make good money, but you don't see it because it goes straight to all the expenses. I had to use my money smart skills to make sure I could keep up with the financial pressure. By the time I finally got a written approval from the city, like... A year later, after conducting expensive resources, there was a but. There was still a lot of adjustments that needed to be made first, which meant a lot more uncertainties, more money, time, energy and hassle that needed to go towards this project. So here we are, early January 2022. I remember it so clearly. In the middle of the winter, it was cold and dark, and I was so sick and tired of this situation. <sighs> You know, I guess it's the magic of new beginnings because it was the moment that I turned a page or I should rather say the moment I started a whole new book. It was the moment when I said, no, we're not going through this any longer. I reached a point where I refused to start this new year in the same energy. Also so done with losing so much money every single month because clearly we didn't need it, all that space for just the two of us. You know, I'm a true fighter and just kept on going. Honestly, I had tried everything by the time I reached this point. In the midst of this crazy time, I felt like I lost something so fundamental. I lost my freedom, as I felt stuck for so long. The goal, the bigger goal, was never out of sight. But I was so fully committed to the road I chose to get there, that I never dared to truly consider selling the house. You know, it did pop up, the thought, you know. Should I sell it? But I always overrule it, thinking, oh, I worked so hard for it. Or, we're almost there. We always, you know, we're, we're already this far. Or, would I even get my investment back? Honestly, it would have felt like losing 
Starting over wasn't an option. It wasn't an option until now. I was done being a fighter, carrying the heaviness and hardship. And so I asked myself two questions. One, why did you start in the first place? And this question reconnected me to my core value, which is definitely freedom. And then I asked myself the second question, can you have it right now? And the answer was yes. Yes, I can have it right now. I can have freedom right now. I cried my eyes out because I realized at that moment that there was a solution. Yes, I could live a free and easy, abundant life right now. And I knew that meant saying goodbye to the constraints. It meant saying goodbye to the house. In that moment, it just hit me. I saw the end. I saw the light. And the next morning, I immediately acted and called my real estate agent. I accepted that it was never meant to go the way I had planned. I decided to sell and flip the house instead. Now you would think that this is the end of the story, but change doesn't happen overnight. A few months later, the house got a lot of viewings. It was even featured in the newspapers, but no offers. I got feedback like the house is too big or there is a parking issue and there's no garage. You know, it was so frustrating. I was like, I did everything. Why is it taking so long? What am I still holding on to? It brought me to a point where I had to fully surrender and give that burden away. I realized I did too much by myself and I had to learn to ask for help. I couldn't think of a person that could help me, so I turned to God. I'm not religious, but in that moment, I had to surrender. I surrendered to a higher force, a higher power, and I went down on my knees and decided I no longer have to do this by myself. I no, I no longer have to do this alone and that I was worthy to receive help. I decided to trust that whatever is out there, you can call it God, spirit, universe, that it has my back and that it wanted me to prevail. I decided to believe that. Sometimes you have to drop your guard so your heart can breathe. And I guess me surrendering was what they waited for. <laughs> Because soon after, guess what happened? We got an offer on the house. It didn't take more than three weeks. And eventually, looking back, within three months, the house got sold. But at that time, it felt like ages. The house turned out to be my blessing in disguise. And luckily for me, the house market was on a rise. I sold it for almost a million and was able to get my investment back. Plus, I made some profit, which now enables me to make some new investments. But not only that, the whole situation prepared me to actually make the biggest jump ever, the jump to the unknown. Selling the house also meant burning all my ships because what to do with all my stuff and where to live? I felt this deep desire to let go of everything, to not hold on to things, to start living that dream and not look back. It even meant facing my deepest fear letting go of my loved ones because right after i sold everything i literally jumped in a plane yes it's bittersweet but you will never be truly happy unless you're being true to yourself and you know what the crazy part is at some point this messy road took my freedom yet it ended up giving me exactly what i needed as a person to grow and gave me exactly what i wanted it set me free from the inside out You know, maybe it wasn't the two questions that changed my life, nor was it surrendering and asking for help. It was my bold move 
to quit my job back in 2015. It gave me a taste of freedom. It helped me become who I am and create a life on my terms because everything changed from then on. Thank you again for listening. If you found this episode interesting, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram. In your stories or in your feed, let's spread the love so it can inspire others. And besides, I love seeing who's listening. You can find me on Instagram at Ashwina Thank you so much and see you in the next episode.